Hello, this is episode 12 of Garrett's Gamer Podcast. I'm glad anyone who's listening can join me today. Uh, we was I was away last weekend because I ended up doing loads and loads of stuff last weekend so I couldn't fit the podcast in. But for those of you that haven't listened to episode 11, which was, which was from two weekends ago, basically Mother's Day weekend, I interviewed an up-and-coming game journalist called Ben Fox. It was an amazing interview, and Ben, if you're listening, thanks for that amazing opportunity you gave me. He's got quite a good, insightful gaming mind, if that's the way you want to put it. But I really enjoyed getting his opinions on all the gaming news and things like that on the PS4, top five most controversial games and things like that. And I actually got to ask him about his experience whilst on work experience at Official PlayStation Magazine UK. That was that that was really good. That was really good. And now before we get on to any gaming news, this may sound quite like a bit promotional, there's nothing to do with a podcast. But as long as you heard that knock uh, I knocked my pop I knocked my pop filter, my pop filter playing me up. Um other than a podcaster, a student and a blogger, I am also a musician. And have been for quite some time. I've played piano for about ten years. Coming up to my eleventh year now, which is really, really good. Um, and on next next Wednesday, on no, not next Wednesday, the Wednesday after, which is the half term Wednesday, I will be performing at a a pub called the Sutton Arms in South End. For those of you who are interested, and if you want to come and see me, you can come and see me. My name's Gary Cunningham. So you should, I'm 14, so I'll probably be the only 14 year old there, so I shouldn't be that hard to spot. So if you're interested in coming to watch me play my keyboard and sing, you are welcome to come. Now, on to gaming news. Sorry, before we do actually, sorry, because I keep on knocking, basically, my pop filter keeps on sliding down, I have to keep on readjusting it. Which could probably create a bit of background noise, so I do apologise. The first article we've got to discuss today is another sort of list which is from alien com. it is what's it it's called five types of achievements slash trophies that must die now i've read through these read through this article already and i do agree with most of these like achievements like Win a long game on farm on normal difficulty. So say you complete the game on hard difficulty or I don't know veteran if you're talking cod wise, and it tells you to you get an achievement or trophy for completing the game on easy. That's the most pointless achievement ever made. So I need to kill that because there's no point to it. And the most annoying ever achievement that just really hacks me off is probably uh, something like. Drive a total of a thousand miles in vehicles in Jimmy's Vendetta. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like numbers. Drive a certain distance. I don't know. Defeat X amount of enemies. Whatever. But that is probably one of the most annoying like achievements going because there's no point and. <coughs> 
Sorry, I do have a, my, my voice is going. I'm literally losing my voice. So I've got plenty of cups of tea. Well, I've got one cup of tea, but I'll go and make another one, obviously. And a lot of you may be wondering why I'm actually hacked off with easy achievements because they're easy. I don't get me wrong. I love easy achievements, and I love the fact that these achievements are easy to get. But you can easily put more challenging achievements in there to encourage going through the game going through the game again to encourage multiple playthroughs otherwise the consumer doesn't get any value out of it at the end of the day and it, like achieve I don't know achieve level 40 on COD what's the point there is I don't think there is an achievement like that anymore there used to be I'm pretty sure but there's no there's no need for it because there's no replay value there because you can get it with it if you play online if you complete the campaign then you play online forever you can get level 40 within a couple of days so like you can play, you can get level 40 within your first playthrough of Call of Duty or any other game series. So there's no replay value. So there's no monetary value there. Like you buy it, you play through it, off it, it fucks off to the next game shop. You know, I mean, like the Harry Potter series. I had how many did I have? I had Order of the Phoenix. Gob no, I had a Goblet of Fire on the PS2. Uh, Order of the Phoenix and Half Life Prince on the PS3. Order of the Phoenix kept on freezing and the disc sort of got scratched so I got rid of that anyway on principle because it wasn't playable anymore but the half of Prince uh, I I traded it in because I completed it and the only thing left to do was free roam and collect shield and it was pointless uh, I do regret selling that Harry Potter game because I, I've recently developed a sort of loving of Harry Potter all over again like I go through these certain phases of certain films slash programs I used to love that uh, are sort of creeping back into my mind again. And seriously, Ginny Weasley is amazing. I love Ginny Weasley. I don't know why, but yeah. It's Ginny, well, body right is fit anyway. And yeah, Ginny Weasley is just amazing. But shut up about Harry Potter. You make me sound like a nerd. We will get on to Harry Potter later on because there's a question I want to ask you about Harry Potter, actually. But like I said, no replay value if you have too easy, too many easy achievements in there. Let's see what other achievements uh, that have been somewhat blacklisted by by this website. Uh, oh, achievements <coughs> that really get on my nerves are ones like play this game for a hundred hours or however long because it is pointless. And quite frankly, really, I don't know whether, and it's not very clear whether that's a hundred, for a hundred hours straight, which is impossible anyway, because you need your bloody sleep, and, or, or whether it means, uh, play it for a total of a hundred hours, like within certain amounts of blocks, like four hours here and there, or whatever, a couple of hours here and there. It's not very clear. I do apologise, my voice sounds terrible today, I, like I said, I do fear that I'm losing it. <coughs> and I hope it sorts itself out, um, but not next Wednesday. The Wednesday, not the Wednesday coming, the Wednesday after that, because otherwise, we got no voice. I ain't do, I got to, I ain't doing a gig. Simple as, and I want to get kicking again because music is my passion, as you know. And the most annoying <coughs> achievement ever invented at number one, and I totally agree with this, are the impossible ones, like. Climb to the top of the universal leaderboard. So I get to the top of the of the leaderboard 
of the world leaderboard. So I get get to, to the top spot out of loads and loads of gamers that play that game all around the bloody world. It's not going to happen unless you spend your entire life playing playing whatever game it is, because it, it just won't work. Simple as, and it just really takes a piss. It just craps all over the consumer, really, because they're laughing in your face and oh, we put an achievement in there. You're not going to get 100% achievement points. You're not going to get platinum trophy because we know you can't complete that. Ha ha ha. And it's really annoying. Ran over for now. Right, another list. It's probably quite a funny list. The top 10 most annoying companions in gaming history. Right. First you got Jack from Mass Effect 2. Oh, I'll tell you something. He always died when I played Mass Effect. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely bloody ridiculous. He's the worst, like... Ah, uh, he's, he's the worst gaming companion ever, because when you're under fire, and, he shoot, and he's getting shot at, he doesn't really do a lot, does he? So he dies. So it defeats the whole point of there being two of you. Uh, for some reason, Pikachu's on here at number 9. Don't know why. Think it's because, yet again, he always, di he always dies. Uh, Kazudi from some random game. This article isn't a very good, and I thought it would be, but I do apologise anyway. Uh, Yoshi from Super Mario World. Perhaps the friendliest dinosaur since Barney. Hilarious. Because apparently, according to this article, he didn't really do a lot of do a lot of combat when he sort of needed to. Joel knows something about more about this than me. Three four three guilty spark in Halo one two and three. Don't know what that is. Uh, tricky Star for Adventure, Star Fox Adventures. Uh, the adoring fan. That is annoying. Right in in Skyrim. No, Oblivion, actually, but Skyrim, I'll tell you, the most annoying companion that I've ever come across in my bloody life is Lydia. For God's sake, every bloody time she shows up when you don't want her to, it's unbelievable. Like, he's walking along and then she shows up, turns up, and you just want to fuck off. We don't fucking want you here. Do one. And the last time I actually saw her was in, a car it was in that castle where you learn the shouts and stuff. I left her there. I talked about this in the previous episode of the podcast, actually. But yeah, I told her to stay, and that's where she did. I don't know whether she's going to come back again or not. But hopefully she doesn't, because she's the most annoying person ever. Because, oh, oh my God, she never, go, she never goes away. She keeps on popping up, and she can't fight anyway. For God's sake. She's supposed to be your ha house car, whatever the fuck that is. I can't remember what it is. But apparently she's supposed to protect you and everything, because you're the Yarl of White Run, aren't you? And she doesn't do much protecting. Because you've got absolutely no bloody idea what she's doing. She can't even use a sword without getting killed. It's like no point in her being there. And she just pops up and gets you in your fucking way all the time. But we all know that Skyrim is a big and utter complete and utter flop, basically. Because that's what it is. It is just oh, I'm not sure what three, two, and one are. I don't really get it. 
But yeah, Lydia, uh, whoever created Lydia is a prat because <laughs> useless, useless. Right, before we get on to the next article, which is the new Xbox won't let you play unless it can spy on you or something like that. We'll have a look at that in a second. I'll probably read out the entire article or something like that. But we're going to get on to what I've been playing first. So I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty as usual. Uh, Modern Warfare 3. Whilst listening to a bit of Evanescence and Nickelback up through my Groove Shark and stuff. Uh, I've been playing FIFA. Uh, WWE 12. Fight Around 3. All the usual games. I need to get some more reviews out. I know that I need to put more... More posty stuff on my on the website gamergamerpodcast.wordpress.com. The reason usually the only the, the reason behind the fact that you only get podcast episode posts on there is because I do like to focus my efforts on my personal blog gary-cunningham.dot.blog.gary-cunningham.dot.blogspot.com. I do love blogging and I like blogging about. Things like social media, things that are going on in the in the news, and that's what my that's what my personal blog is actually for. So if you do want more post like post written, giving my opinion on gaming news other than the podcast, do let me know, and I will try and split the split the efforts between my personal blog and the gaming blog, um, fifty fifty if I can. But I'm not going to make any promises. To be fair. I know it seems a bit of a bummer, but I don't like making promises that possibly I won't be able to keep. Right, let's get on to this article. Um, right. I'm going to read this article in full. Here we go. People throughout the world could be seen, could soon be voluntarily outfitting their homes with indefinitely active cameras, infrared sensors and microphones if they purchase Microsoft's new Xbox video game console slated for release sometime next year. According to Link's screen captures, the new console codenamed Durango will always will be always on, always connected, meaning it will require a peripheral internet connection in addition to a new High Fidelity Connect Sensor, which will be required for the system to operate. So basically, Xbox is saying, unless we can watch your every move via the Connect, you can't play Xbox. What are they trying to do? Reinvent fucking MI5? Or the FBI? Or S... Not SAS. Like... <coughs> CIA? Yeah, that's gonna work. No one's gonna buy a console. If they think that their security and privacy is being breached. Good one, Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, good one. That's going to work, on it, you prats. Excuse me, I'm going to go into... I'm, I'm starting to go into ramp mode. If you see me shooting, my hands are going everywhere. My hands are, like, almost knocking the mic sound. Well, I'll have my teeth for this. I don't know how I'm going to get through the rest of the episode, but here we go. Um... It's pretty much guaranteed from the outset that <coughs> nobody will buy your bloody console if they feel that their privacy is being breached or whatever. Because literally, the 
by the looks of this article, I'm not going to read it all out because it's an ex exceedingly long article, but there is a video, so I might post, well, I will post that video, actually, on my blog, but for God's sake, how can you expect some, like, gamers to buy your supposed game console if they think they're being spied on 24 hours a bloody day? It's the worst sales pitch I've ever bloody heard. It's laughable. <coughs> well, while it looks things, this is actually true. Uh, oh, hello, I've got to read this. The website Betabeat reported last year that back in 2011, Microsoft applied for a patent that would allow cameras and sensors, much like the ones embedded in the Kinect, to track how many people were in the room. That's just... I reckon they're bloody paranoid, a lot of them. What, do you think someone's trying to sell your trade secrets or something? Oh my... No, no. Right, if this is true, it's pretty much guaranteed that Sony have won. And the Xbox is going to make zilch. No money whatsoever. Zero. Zero. Nine. Nothing. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's probably the worst, like... Like I said, the worst sales pick I've ever bloody heard. And that's saying something. That is saying something. To be fair. But that, that is fucking ridiculous. Absolutely bloody ridiculous. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. It's an absolute pile of poo. I'm just gonna laugh at them if they try that. Because they... Cause I, I, everyone knows it won't work. What a stupid idea. That is the worst bloody idea I've ever heard in my life. Right, I'm gonna calm down now because I want my blood pressure is gonna go through the bloody roof. Oh, no, no, it won't. No, we need to win it. There's still, there's still some more... Still some more ranting to be had. Because apparently... If you... Apparently there's been a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 trailer floating around the gaming interwebs, as it were. And apparently, according to the game's developers, it is a it is just BS. It is a complete and utter just hoax. Apparently, but we're gonna we're gonna find out because I've got the article coming up right now. If it is a hoax, it wouldn't surprise me. <coughs> because. If you look at the logo, the logo's poorly done. Looks exactly like the Modern Warfare 3 logo, except there's a very bad insertion of, a, of, of the number 4 in, which overlaps with the M and the W. I know you can't see it, but I will try and post... I'll post a link to the article in my blog, as always. And that can be found at garrysgamerpodcast.wordpress.com forward slash 12. With every, like, along with all these. But here we go. I'm going to read the article. Because I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but there is obviously this trail of the pile of bullshit, basically. Alright, here we go. A Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 trailer has been making the rounds this week, bearing an air of legitimacy with the inclusion of publisher and studio logos, a leaked, a studio logos, a leaked poster seen below. 
all of which are backed by the main that one feature the countdown and now showcases a trailer which purports to be an official Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 trailer. Well, anyone can make a, a poster like that. I could make a poster like that. My flipping nan could make a poster like that. For God's sake, and she can just about use bloody Microsoft Word without having a panic attack. You know what I mean? It's I'm actually ashamed to be a gamer right now because I feel like I'm part of the thickest community ever going. Other than dyslexics. To me, that's just... It does not look real at all. You can tell that it's fake. The logo ain't even done properly. The lo the logo, the Infinity, granted, 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 that the Infinity War Sledgehammer games and Call of Duty logos and Activision logos look somewhat legit, but you can copy and paste those logos onto anything, because I've done it. And, oh, oh, and the copyright, uh, the copyright message, copyright 2013 active publishing, Activision Publishing Incorporated, all rights reserved, supposed to be straight. Is swaying off the page. That's pretty obvious to me, and it should be pretty obvious to everyone else that this is complete and utter fake. Because that's exactly what it is. Fake. Absolutely shocking. Lada, just oh my god. Right. Apparently, an account that was named. Zero four two one Right has uploaded a video and people were thinking this was legit because a name very the, the account name zero four two one is a name very similar to former Infinity War PR guy four zero two and what the word former should be highlighted Former, he is no longer Infinity War PR guy, and even if he was, Infinity War no longer owned the Call of Duty series. Oh, God! It's unbelievable how thick the gaming community can be sometimes. I feel ashamed to be part of this community most uh, sometimes, I really do. Right. Right. Further lending the trailer. Further lending the trailer's authenticity is how the site's profile offers its meta description as Call of Duty official countdown and uses the following keywords. And what? I can make a bloody teaser trailer and do that on my blog. Oh. I'm sorry, God. I'm getting very frustrated right now, aren't I? I do apologise. I need to calm down. But it's unbelievable how thick the people can be sometimes. It's shocking. Oh, at least some people are using their, using their bloody common sense. In it, on the article, it said, in any case, Reddit's Call of Duty community, call it, uh, Reddit's Call of Duty community has been quick to call it a hoax with a username Esbos posting a series of, a series of observations about the site. Clearly, this the Verge actually has a fucking brain. Clearly. I could make a countdown site that could be linked to, I don't know. I don't know, let's think of a game series. 
Black Ops 3. I can make a, a countdown site that's linked to the Black Ops 3. And by the looks of the ga looks of this, the gaming community will bloody believe me. I could do this any day. Anyone can do this. God. The sleuth discovered that the site was registered by a James Corney, whose nickname, James Core, was discovered in the source of the code HTML. James Corney isn't the name of anyone who works at Activision. There is no information about any such person in any of his games, nor on LinkedIn. So it's obvious that it is a hoax then, isn't it, you twats? For God's sake! Ugh, right. It's a fairly complicated hoax, and James Corney, the fact that his last name is Corney, is a sort of a giveaway. Even appears to have a Facebook account. Unfortunately, the hoaxer is also linked to a second account which shares the same geolocation, screen, and address as the fake Facebook account. Oh my god. You know what? Um, I never thought the gaming community could be so bloody thick in my life. It's obvious it was a hoax in the bloody first place. Ugh. Does make you wonder sometimes, doesn't it? It really does. I think after community bloody dyslexic or straight out mentally retarded because yeah I'm gonna shut up about this because I'm gonna like, throw myself out the window I'm that frustrated right now but yeah it's obvious it was a hoax simple as Whew, brave Gary brave come on whoa, whoa. ninja style ninja style there we go right right <coughs> I'm not going to upload the article that's linked to this question, but does the Uncharted series need a break? Personally, I think it does. I think that Naughty Dog should wait. I think it's Naughty Dog that develops Uncharted. I do believe it is. I think that Naughty Dog, along with any, everybody else, should wait for next-gen console. <coughs> because that way, they can take full advantage of the the new graphics that are in the PS4 for example, which are apparently are has the same power as that a graphics card, a graphics processor of a PC. Don't know what Microsoft to come are gonna come out with. Don't know what their their graphics stuff is gonna be is gonna be like, but it does seem to me I well no it doesn't seem to me. I do think that Uncharted should stop the Uncharted series, take a little break and wait for Xbox and PS3 to come, PS3, PS4 to come out, Xbox 720 and the PS4 to come out, because that way they can strike a deal with whoever, whomever they want, presumably PlayStation, or Sony rather, as to like, having Uncharted as an official, as a, no, as a exclusive uh, first game release or something like that because they can make loads of money out of that. To be fair, but they'll probably get more money from Sony than they do than they would from Microsoft because Microsoft are all stingy and they want to take all the money from themselves because they're that greedy. They're all like greedy bastards. But yeah, Uncharted should wait. That's all I've got to say on the matter because I don't really know. I don't really know a lot, but. If you remember back in episode 11 with my interview with Ben, 
everyone, we did talk about the fact that loads of Xbox fans, no, lo, loads of PS4 fans are, were upset because they didn't actually show, show the actual console at the official meeting. And us, me and Ben both agreed about the fact that the reason they didn't do that was because it was more like, very, very likely indeed that Microsoft will reveal the 720 at E3. And it does look like that's exactly what they're going to do. So all PS, all Sony fans, shut the up, shut up, and just wait for E3 because it'll be worth waiting for, I'm pretty sure. The controller looks really smooth, really good. Really authentic, authentic. Nah, not really authentic, but authentic. But you know what I mean. Looks really smooth. Looks really nice. So I'm pretty sure that the PS4 will match that. We got. I've actually got no idea what Microsoft have in plan for the have planned for E3 and what sort of things they what sort of things they have and haven't included for the 720. Um, but I'm sure as as E3 comes ever closer, there will be various rumours and well confirmed and unconfirmed rumours rumours from Microsoft and other gaming sites including mine as to what will be revealed at E3 for the 720. So that is it for Gary's Camera Podcast episode 12. I hope you enjoyed the show and I do apologise if I was giving you a bit of an earache and which caused you to take the headphones off during my little uh, trailer rant, but you can understand why. See you next week, guys. Be well, stay safe, peace out, and, of course, happy gaming.